This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1505, phrasal verbs for money that really pay off. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try our iOS app. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Today's phrasal verbs are perfect for a conversation about saving and spending money. Listen in for details on how to use them to connect over this often loaded topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? Hi, Lindsay. I'm all right. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm excited to have you on the show back in the Phrasal Verbs series. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. Feeling good. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know it's a new year. It's exciting. Um, and I've really loved this uh, Phrasal Verbs series. I'm kind of, kind of miss it. But we yeah. were talking about doing a fun, so this is the last one where we're actually teaching you new, new phrasal verbs. And then our last installment in the series, we're going to do a fun review for you guys. So look for that very soon. Definitely. Yeah. Check back, you know, hit subscribe guys. If you have not subscribed, we know that 90% of you are subscribed, but there's that remaining five to 10% that still need to hit subscribe. Go ahead and yes. subscribe guys. Yes. Very cool. Okay. So what is the topic then today for phrasal verbs? We're going to talk about phrasal verbs that you might use when you're talking about money with friends. Mm. And this is kind of interesting because I don't know about other cultures, but in the United States, we're a little hesitant to talk about money. Are you the same, Lindsay? Oh, yeah. It's definitely a taboo topic. Yes. Uh, right. Well, especially, I, I think there are some aspects of money that might be okay, but obviously, like, how much money do you have is a very right? taboo topic. Or how much have you spent on specific things, oh, like a yeah. house? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's very taboo. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Really interesting topic, though. I, yeah, yeah, I do wonder about are. other cultures. Yeah, I know, right? You guys leave a comment and let us know if um, mm -hmm. it's similar there, if there are things that you wouldn't ask people um, as far as maybe their salary or what they spend on certain things. I'd be curious. Yeah, I'd be curious too. Guys, come back to the blog. This is episode 1505. Leave a comment. Let us know what is the mm -hmm. attitude towards talking about money in your culture. So cool. Yeah, okay. but the phrasal verbs we're going to talk about today, these are things that in the United States, at least, um, we would talk about. These are mm -hmm. um, things Things related to money that that we do that we are very comfortable chatting about. Yeah. So this will be good. It's the last one in our series, and it's funny. I always have this list of you know one of the verbs that we're going to teach, all uh -huh. the particles that could go with it, and this might be the longest one. It's oh my for gosh. put. 
Lindsay, do you want to read it? Please, over. Okay, here we go, guys. Don't worry. We're not going to learn all these today. This is just right. the worst case scenario. All right. Put out, put off, put on, put over, put up, put back, put aside, put down, put across, and put up with. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> I know. I, it could be so overwhelming if you have that list of all the different phrasal verbs with the word put. And you're like, okay, now I need to learn. And you realize they all have totally different meanings used in totally different contexts. Mm-hmm. That would be so overwhelming. So, guys, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Right? Instead, like do like today where we're choosing one situation where you might be chatting with a friend about some things related to money and learn all the phrasal verbs that are related to that one topic. And then when you find yourself in that conversation, in that situation, you'll be able to use them all and speak very natively about money. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of things that we should do and shouldn't do, you guys should go over and definitely follow our Instagram channel, right, Aubrey? I mean, what cool stuff are we doing over there these days? You know, it's gotten really fun, right? We've started posting IGTV videos, which I Mm -hmm. love and are so interesting and a lot of good content. And also stories, which are so fun. All of us post stories. So you got to make sure we're following All Ears English on Instagram. Absolutely. We'll see you guys over there. Okay, now it is time to roll up our sleeves, Aubrey, and dig into these phrasal verbs about money. Let's yes, do it. Yes, exactly. Okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is just save up, which yeah. just means to avoid spending your money or trying to save it for something specific. So I think this is really interesting because why do we need the up here? I mean, you know, it's one of those where I kind of feel like the up is just optional. Yeah, maybe, right? Because so for example, if you say I'm saving up for a vacation, you could say I'm saving for a vacation. Mm-hmm. But maybe I feel like when you say saving up, it it means it's bigger. It means it's something that you're oh. going to have to save for longer, more money, right? Ooh, I'm mm. saving up means yeah. quite a bit of money for something that's going to be quite expensive. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you could get away with just dropping that up and just saying saving. But again, I also think in addition to what Aubrey said, it gives it a little more personality, a little more connection yes. with your listener, guys, when you try something new and different. Okay, not just yeah. your textbook English. Definitely, so, right? It just does sound more native if I say, oh, I'm saving for a vacation. Mm-hmm. I, we just don't say that, right? We right. always say saving up. At least yeah, I do. What sure. about you, Lindsay? I always say save up. Yes. Uh, I actually think I say saving, but I, but I have, but people do say save up a lot for sure. I was just having a conversation with a friend on the phone on Sunday and she used the word, you might have to save up, right? Save up for something. Mm-hmm. Um, are you saving up for any big vacations, any trips, Aubrey, that you want to take? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Not really. I feel like with uh, COVID, we're kind of restricted in how much we can travel. I know. But I have, I've never been to, and my husband and I have always talked about going to Fiji, which is kind of oh, random. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I guess we've always kind of been saving up for that trip, though okay, it could cool. be several years Oh, very cool. Very (laughs) cool. What about you? Are you saving up for anything? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not spending a lot of money these days because I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) So I guess in a sense, I am saving up. (laughs) We're not eating out at restaurants because it's too cold to eat outside, right? Before we were eating outside at restaurants, but we can't do that. So I'm just dying to travel again. I I feel like a part of my life has gone gray because I can't travel. (laughs) I I feel like you really hit on there the difference between saving and saving up because where you're just 
just kind of saving money in general, but not for something specific. You would just say, I'm saving, I'm saving money. But if it's for something specific, a vacation or something big you want to buy, that's when we'd say, I'm saving up for this specific thing, right? Oh, that's really good. That's a good insight. Because when I first asked you that question, I thought, oh, we don't need the up. It doesn't. But when I think about it more, I think that is the difference right there. That's the difference. If it's for something specific, you'd say, I'm saving up for this. Because yeah, it would be weird just to be like, I'm saving up. The person would be like, what are you saving up for? (laughs) Right. Exactly. I love how we just, all we have to do is listen to ourselves speak and then interpret it for our listeners. Like we don't, you know what I mean? To understand the differences. That's so It's like a natural role play. Pretty natural, pretty natural. Okay. So that's really good, guys. Write that difference down because that is going to make the difference for you between being an intermediate level speaker and a high level fluent speaker. Right. Yep, exactly. All right. Our next one, guys, is put aside, Mm. which is similar to save up. It means you're saving money, but it definitely indicates a regular basis, like they're putting money aside each month for their retirement. Yeah, exactly. And I also, I don't know if we have this one later, but I would just add a bonus here. Just set aside is also kind of means the same thing. Right, Aubrey? Yep. I agree. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's the same meaning to say set aside or put aside. Definitely just saving up on a pretty regular basis. Exactly. Exactly. Now this one, next one is fun because, so this is good. So to, to rip off, I mean, usually this is used more in the passive form, right? So I got ripped off, right? Mm -hmm. Or I guess as a noun, that's a ripoff. What does it mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. So there are, um, it just means to, to charge too much money. Right. And we do use it as a verb. We say, oh, I got ripped off if Mm -hmm. I felt like I was charged too much money for something. But we will sometimes say like, oh, these prices are so high. I feel like I'm getting ripped off in the present continuous, right? Yes, I like that. So it's so natural. I mean, there's no way that we could learn this in a classroom. That's for sure. No, a lot of times with traveling. Yeah, you know, um, it's funny, because you go to a place where the expectation is to bargain. um, Yes, but the price might start really high for you as a tourist. (laughs) Right. So if you don't bargain, you might get ripped off. (laughs) And you still might get ripped off even if you do bargain because you end up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you made an interesting point that we also use it as a noun. For anything that is overpriced, we can call it a ripoff. Be like, oh, this is a ripoff. Yeah, that's a ripoff. Oh, what a ripoff. What Mm -hmm. a ripoff. Yeah, that's really natural. (laughs) Really natural. Okay, and then pay off. So this makes me think of like student loans, of course. Yes, exactly, right? I think we could do another episode on like the social aspects of all this. You know, student loans are a huge problem right now. Student loan debt is a huge issue in our country right now. We actually ended up talking about that on one of our group conversations recently, and it was such an interesting conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just talking about, and in other countries, it's so different. Some, in some, some countries, education is free, but in the United States, it's very expensive for tuition. And we often end up paying off our student loans for years. Oh, that's for sure. So to pay off, okay, the phrasal verb, right? So here's another example. He hopes to pay off his student loans within the next five years. Yeah, it's just a major issue. And it just means, yeah, finishing payment that is owed for something. Exactly. And there's Mm -hmm. a similar one, our next verb, which is pay back. Mm -hmm. The difference for this is this is giving someone money that was borrowed. Okay. And so often it's like you said, we associate pay off more with loans, things that take us a long time to pay off. Right, right, right. Whereas payback would be often more immediate. Like I borrowed 20 bucks from my daughter, I need to pay her back. 
Exactly. So it's more small scale. It's more yes. personal, right? Person mm-hmm. to person usually, right? I mean, I guess you could say pay back your loan. No, you can't. You can't really say pay back your loans. It really yeah, is more personal. Yeah. Yep. That exactly. is such a nuance, you know? More personal, we- more immediate. Yeah. And if you guys Usually. can get these nuances, oh man, we're going up three levels through the roof with I our know. inner skills here. <laughs> exactly. Right. I know it just sounds so native and natural when you're able to use these in the right context, like you said, with the right nuance. So, so definitely practice these, you guys. Get the transcript so that you can see how they're used. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. back to the blog yep. so you can see all these example sentences. Yeah. But do we have one more? And this one would not be found anywhere except for on this mm. podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. I know. <laughs> so this is fork out or fork over, which just means to spend money, but definitely has a connotation of of spending money unwillingly, right? So I might one day have to fork out a lot of money for my kids' tuition, college tuition maybe. Oh my God, fork (laughs) Do you use this, fork out or fork over? Um, I do a lot. I grew up saying this. To fork it over. I think I've used a lot of times like cough, cough it up, cough it up. Oh, interesting. Not cough over, cough up. Come on, cough up the money. It's less Mm, common, but it means the same thing. Yeah. Similar meaning for sure, right? Cough it up. Yeah. (laughs) Also unwillingly have to give some money. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up saying this. We would say this all the time. There's an idiom just to say, fork it over, is if you're asking someone to give something that they're reluctant to give, you'd be like, fork it over. Interesting. (laughs) I can see you with like your siblings being like, oh, you owe me 10 bucks. You won. I won the bet. Fork it over. over. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is like you said, you can't find that in any class, in any textbook because it's a slang, you know, it's um, an interesting phrasal verb, but yeah, it's an idiom. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the cool thing is we do have a web class coming up soon. We don't know the link yet, so just stay tuned, guys, for that, for the title of everything. But we're going to be talking about slang, right, Aubrey, a little bit in that yes. web class coming up soon? Yes, I'm excited for this one. Michelle and I are going to do it. Yes. And it's going to be really interesting. We're going to teach you some very native slang phrases that natives use all the time. And when you're able to throw these into your conversation, it really ups your level as far as just speaking so much more natively. Oh, that is going to be fantastic. So guys, tune in over the next week or so. You'll get the link. You'll find out how to sign up. You don't want to miss the first web class of the year. Okay, so yes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So let's do a role play, Aubrey. Here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, I heard your daughter's headed off to college. Hopefully the tuition is reasonable. Some schools really rip people off. Seriously, we have been saving up for a while and putting aside some money every month. So I think we'll be able to manage it. It's crazy how many people I know are still still paying off their student loans. Same here. It gets so expensive. We're going to have to fork out a pretty penny. Our daughter actually offered to pay us back, but we told her she doesn't have to as long as she keeps her grades up. 
Tell her if she fails any question. If she fails any questions, she'll have to pay you back with interest. <laughs> That's funny. I meant to put classes. If she fails any okay, classes, because like, that, that would be weird. If you fail any questions on every uh, test, <laughs> yeah. If she fails any classes, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, That's funny. with then interest, she'll have to pay you back with interest. <laughs> oh my god, that's tricky. Yeah, that's I know. Tricky. Can you imagine if you, you know, help someone pay for a class or something and then said, well, as long as you keep your grades or you have to pay back with interest, meaning an yeah. additional charge over and above, like student loans are bad Whoa. enough. If uh, you yeah. made like a personal loan to someone and then charged interest, it's like Ebenezer Scrooge on a Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't imagine it. I would be very nervous for the final exam because in college, a lot of times, you know, the only thing that makes up your grade is really like maybe midterm, the midterm exam and the final exam. Right. A, a lot of times that can be very stressful. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. Let's go over some of these that we used here. Okay. So first you just said some schools really rip people off, mm -hmm. which in the United States at least... Yeah, many of us believe this. Mm -hmm. The tuition is yeah. so high yeah. that people are being ripped off. Yep, for sure. And then you said we've been saving up for a while and putting aside some money. So those are the two ones we learned. Okay. Yes. And this is interesting where you could say we've been saving for a while, but because it's implied that we're saving up for something specific for our kids' tuition, mm -hmm. then you'd use saving up. We've been saving up for a while. Yes. And then that next one, putting aside money every month, meaning okay. saving out of, you know, salaries out of income, some yep. money each month regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. And then I said, it's crazy how many people I know are still paying off their student loans. And that's true. Even now, I'm getting Same. into my late 30s, maybe 40s soon, or definitely 40s soon. And people are still paying off their student loans. I love how you said maybe 40s maybe. soon. Like <laughs> Not you can avoid it. <laughs> maybe 40s. Hopefully. We'll see if I'm going to admit to that. <laughs> It's no, it's scary the same to for say me, that. though, too. I know a lot of people my age, I'm in my 40s, I'll admit, and still paying off student loans. It's rough, when, especially if someone oh. goes to an Ivy League school, oh somewhere gosh. with a very expensive tuition. It takes a long time to pay that off. It really does. People are just saddled with debt. You know, that's a good bonus word that we'll talk about later, another day. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> okay. Saddled. Okay, and then um, I said, we're going to have to fork out a pretty penny. This is a fun idiom, you guys. It just means a lot of money. Do you use this one to say a pretty penny for a yeah. lot of money? Yeah, another good slang. Oh my gosh, they are everywhere today. Slang is everywhere. Right. A pretty penny, really good. It just means a good, uh, quite a bit of money, right? Mm -hmm. Quite a bit of money. Yeah. It's okay. just funny because an actual penny is the smallest amount of money. So what a funny idiom. Yeah, if it's strange. pretty, somehow it's worth more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense, but from. that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you said our daughter actually offered to pay us back, but we told her she doesn't have to. Yeah, that would mean like if we've loaned her money and she's going to return exactly that same amount of money, she would offer to pay us back. Yes, I love it. And then finally, I said, tell her if she fails any classes, she'll have to pay you back with interest. <laughs> yep, that same one, right? That she'd have to pay back not only what she, what we loaned her, but interest fees above and beyond. Oh That'd be a gosh. good motivation to get her to pass all of her classes. Yeah, a good <laughs> learning experience for a kid, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I would never do that, though. It's like you said, there's already so much pressure on exams. You don't yeah. need that added. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, no. Geez. So bad. All right. This has been good, Aubrey. So what's our takeaway for our listeners then? Yes, I've loved this series. It's been really yes. awesome to choose these six situations that you guys will will use often. You're going to be oh, for sure. in these scenarios for sure, right? And to pick the phrasal verbs that you're most likely to encounter in each of those situations. This is such a great way to learn phrasal verbs. 
Yeah, I love how for this series, Aubrey, you picked broad situations, right? Broad, like work, money. So everyone can relate to these. Like you said, everyone will eventually, sooner or later, be in one of these situations. Now the key, guys, is step in there and try one of these phrasal verbs, right? It's never going to do you any good, right, Aubrey? If we're just sitting back, we're not using them. Right, exactly, right? Practice so that you're ready and then jump into those conversations. Don't sit back and hesitate, right? Next time Mm -hmm. you're with a couple of people and they're talking about money or work or education, any of these, jump in and practice using these phrasal verbs. You'll sound so native. So good. I love it. I love it. And we'll be back hopefully next week or the week after to do a little fun little wrap up summary episode. Okay. Yes, I'm excited for that. All right, Aubrey, I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, bye, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.